Four examples of an evergreen Facebook campaign trigger. This is the audio version for the blog post found at johnloomer.com slash evergreen dash Facebook dash campaign dash trigger. So a little more than three weeks ago, I published a blog post about how to create an evergreen Facebook ad campaign. It was so popular that I'll be hosting a 90-minute virtual workshop on the topic this Wednesday for Power Hitters Club members. Now note, if you aren't yet a member of the Power Hitters Club, you can join in order to get access to this workshop by going to johnlimmer.com slash phc evergreen. All right, quick backtrack. One of the primary challenges facing Facebook advertisers is creating a campaign that keeps on working. But for most, campaigns require constant pruning, editing, and refreshing of the audience, copy, and imagery. I contend that this is not always required. You can create an evergreen campaign that will last as long as the campaign is relevant. It won't suddenly stop working because the audience you're targeting will always remain fresh. The topic has resulted in plenty of feedback and questions from marketers excited to launch their own evergreen campaigns. I thought I'd provide a bit more insight into the answers to one of those common questions. What action should you use to trigger the evergreen campaign? So in this blog post, let's take a closer look at what triggers are and some examples of triggers that you can use to start your own evergreen campaign. So what is a trigger? In this case, a trigger is what starts the evergreen campaign. Without a user making a specific action, they never enter into your funnel. Now understand that this campaign is not simply a single ad set and an ad. It's a nurture sequence of multiple ad sets and ads. And a user enters that sequence once they hit the trigger. So you're about to see several examples of triggers. In most cases, it is something that requires a user to complete a conversion, whether it be to provide an email address or make a purchase. For example, let's assume a user subscribes to your PDF. They then fall into the following sequence. 1. Days 1 to 2. Thank you for the subscription. Here's a related article. Days 3 to 4. Here's a product related to that PDF. Days 5 to 6. Benefit number 1 of that product. Days 7 to 8, benefit number 2 of that product. Then days 9 to 10, discount offer for that product. If the user does not buy the product when the Evergreen campaign completes, in this case in 10 days, they fall out of the campaign. So in the traditional campaign, the user remains in the campaign for as long as it is run and has shown the same ad or ads over and over and over again. In the case of an evergreen campaign, we show them different ads at different stages once they enter, and we stop wasting our money on them once they fail to convert. So what is required of a trigger? So for an evergreen campaign ad, excuse me, for an evergreen Facebook ad campaign to work, the trigger needs to satisfy a couple of primary requirements. First, it should allow us to date stamp the action so that we can then progressively show ads based on when that action was taken. Now, the easiest way to do this is with a website custom audience. Now, I know that the most conventional way to target customers is by using an email custom audience, but this audience is imperfect for two primary reasons. First, email addresses only match up about 50% of the time to a Facebook user, and second, without some very creative automation and tagging, 
we won't be able to dynamically serve ads based on when the action was taken. All right, now second, the website customer audience should be based off of a page that the user will only see once. Ideally, this will be a thank you page for a conversion of some sort with no reason to return to that page. Now this is important because every time a user views that page, they trigger the start of the Evergreen campaign. So if a user triggers the start of the campaign four days ago, they'll progress to the fourth day of the campaign. But if they return to that trigger page, the campaign starts over. Now, if you haven't started doing this already, create website custom audience for the uh, website custom audiences for the trigger page that you choose and create them with various durations like this. 180 days, two days, four days, six days, eight days, 10 days. So this will allow you to create separate ad sets that will serve different ads based on when someone hit your evergreen campaign trigger. All right, now, so let's take a quick look at some evergreen campaign triggers that you could use. Number one, newsletter subscription. This one's pretty basic. Most serious websites have some sort of newsletter subscription, even if you don't offer something like a PDF in exchange. While not true in all cases, Typically, someone who subscribes to a newsletter is relatively new to your content and probably new to your email list. We could create an evergreen Facebook ad campaign with the purpose of indoctrinating these new subscribers. Of course, before we even get started, we want to be sure the message we send is consistent. If its, in, if it's intended audience is new subscribers, we should exclude anyone on other lists and prior customers. Then we could create an evergreen campaign that works something like this. Days one to two, welcome to my newsletter. So create an ad that is a simple thank you, provides more details about what they can expect from you. It might even be a video for a more personal touch. Now this is one where traditional marketers will balk because it doesn't have any immediate payoff, but we are building trust. We understand that these are new subscribers who may not know us, so it's not time to jump into sales mode. Days three to four, some of my most popular blog posts. Now they're on our email list, but we need to keep them engaged while they have our attention. A really good option here is a carousel ad featuring five of your most popular articles. Now I even, I even provided an example of that. Days five to six, more about my story. Now this may, be, may not be necessary for all brands, but I find this one is very useful for personal brands. I use it, so once again, it doesn't lead directly to a conversion, but it's probably the best way of creating a personal connection with the user. That connection is what often leads to sales. Days seven to eight, a few freebies for you. Now the user has gotten to know us over the past six days, so now it's time to introduce them to a few of our lead magnets. So you could focus on one freebie, or again, work with the carousel ad. Granted, they're already on our email list, but your lead magnets are likely attached to, to email funnels that ultimately push them to purchase. You could theoretically create a new evergreen campaign for anyone who triggers that subscription as something of a handoff from one campaign to another. Days nine to 10, introduction to my product. We're now at a point where introducing the user to a product makes some sense. If they've been paying attention, they know our story, they've read our content, and they've even downloaded some of our free stuff they're warmed up and ready for a product. But understand that they may not be familiar with your product yet, so start slowly with a general overview of benefits. Once again, this could actually be a handoff to a second evergreen campaign. 
If they click this ad, we could then send them to a new nurture sequence. We won't do that here, but just know that it's an option. Now days 11 to 12, benefit number one of my product. Users are unlikely to buy from the previous ad, but it served a purpose. Now let's focus entirely on one primary benefit of your product and why people love it so much. Days 13 to 14, benefit number two of my product. Now let's focus on a second benefit, maybe even use testimonials. And then days 15 to 16, discount for my product. Okay, so we've done all we can. We told you all about this product and why it's great. Let's give you one final push with a special offer. If after that 16th day, since subscribing to your newsletter, they still don't buy your product, they fall out of the campaign. Of course, this is just an example. Use whatever durations, content, and approach you want. All right, now example number two of a trigger, PDF subscription or webinar registration. Now, we already touched on this a little in days seven to eight above, but let's talk about this one a little bit more. If someone downloads your PDF or registers for a webinar, you can then create an evergreen campaign that engages them on the content within them. So for the PDF, create an ad that quotes an important line and ask for their opinion. It's possible they haven't even opened the PDF yet. and We want them to read it. For the webinar, we could create messages leading up to the event to remind them and make sure that they attend. We could also create special messages based on takeaways, homework and tasks they've been asked to apply. Now, in most cases, these freebies are created with the purpose of selling something related. So we should then go into the benefits of that product and tie it back to the PDF or webinar. As was the case with the first example, we should structure this campaign so it strategically promotes messages for a certain duration following the trigger. If they don't buy by a certain day, kick them out of the campaign. Example number three, purchase product. So the trigger doesn't always need to be something free. You can use an evergreen campaign for upsell purchases as well. It could be promoting a related accessory, so like an iPhone case for someone who recently purchased an iPhone. Or a consultant could promote their services uh, to someone who signed up for a private membership. Now there are limitless possibilities here, but the main point is that the trigger doesn't need to be an email address. Example number four, article with an altered URL. Now some websites conduct all their trans transactions via third parties like Amazon. This is a problem since it removes control of the thank you page. Well, I think you should still have an opportunity to provide a subscription registration of some kind on your website, there is an alternative, the article with an altered URL. Now you could create an article for the only purpose of feeding people into this evergreen campaign. So they only see it if you promote it with a Facebook ad or email it to your list. Once they click that link and view the article, they fall into your evergreen campaign. You could also promote an existing article, but alter it with UTM parameters. This way, those who read that article, article are less likely to revisit the exact same URL again and re-trigger the evergreen campaign. Now, in my case, I could actually promote this exact article altered with UTM parameters to my email list or via a Facebook ad. Those who read it might then fall into an evergreen campaign promoting my upcoming workshop or evergreen on, on, on evergreen campaigns. Excuse me. Of course, that's not particularly evergreen since my workshop won't happen forever. But that workshop is something that will be available as a recording to annual PHC members. So that remains an option for ongoing promotion. Now, the reason this alternate method, method is imperfect is that, unlike a boring thank you page, 
there may be reason to want to return to that article. Imperfect as it may be, it's an option that can lead to some pretty great results. So now it's your turn. If you want to know more about how you can create your own evergreen campaign, I'll be stepping through the details on February 3rd for Power Hitters Club members only. So what creative ideas do you have for triggers of an evergreen campaign? Let me know in the comments. Go to johnlimmer.com evergreen dash Facebook dash campaign dash trigger.